0: Retro babies, we're back! Hi, you guys. So sorry we abandoned you for a Missed week.
1: Missed you, mean it. So
0: true. I'm Elizabeth Cut. So Kott. true. I'm Stephanie Simbari. This is that
1: so retrograde. Yes, it is. We are. We like to think of ourselves as like a little bundle of information wrapped up in a consciously sparkly bow. That's really cute. Consciously sparkly, as yeah. in. The
0: bow decided that it liked to be sparkly, and or it asked the present shop to make it such.
1: Exactly. Sure. Or like the present um, shop, like responsibly sourced sparkle. Yes. Is that a
0: thing? <laughs> I are don't sports- know. Wait, are sparkles irresponsibly sourced? I have no idea. Somebody look into it. Tell us if these fucking sparkles are vegan. We're gonna get or- a
1: hate email. <laughs>
0: it's
1: like everyone knows that sparkles are bad for the environment.
0: But are they? Because maybe they're just they're just made from things that already would have gone to waste.
1: Who knows.
0: I think if there's one thing I care more about it's than the environment.
1: Sparkles. It sparkles. Yeah.
0: Don't take that literally, guys. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, you're sparkling today. Thank it's you. good to be here. I'm yes, really excited about this
0: show. So today on the show, we're really excited because we have one of our new favorite people and healers on the program. Would you say that's true, Elizabeth? People and healers? People and healers? Yeah. Women. That's a thing. Goddesses. Yeah. Healers. People and healers. A sitcom by That's So Retrograde. <laughs>
1: hey, wait. That's a good idea. Copyright that. <laughs> Nobody
0: take that from us. Or if you do, at least cast us in it. Exactly. Um, our guest is Karen. Marilyn Baron of botanarchy I acupuncture, it. get it? Because it's the anarchy of botany, which we will get into on the show. Both Elizabeth and I... Could not pronounce that for quite a while. It's like and sounding
1: it out to no avail. Yeah, we're like, what is
0: that word? And now it's obvious, even yeah. though I just stuttered trying to say it. it it's, you did great. Thank you so and much. And now you did awesome.
1: Thank you so much. Carolyn, welcome to the show. <laughs> Thank
2: you so much for having me in your gaggle of lovely goddesses. Oh, well, thanks for thanks. having us in your
1: gaggle of lovely goddesses.
0: Oh,
2: likewise. Right?
0: God, it's an ebb and flow. So an exchange. We're gonna okay, so we're not gonna talk about We're not
1: doing an episode about acupuncture. No, what
0: we're going to do is we're gonna talk to Carolyn, who is a holistic healer, and we're gonna talk about some common issues that people have and how they can possibly handle them on their own accord using home remedies, magical thinking, and kind of learning to understand what our bodies are trying to communicate to us via Chinese medicine and its teachings.
2: Can't wait. Exactly. Right? Right. Precisely. So that essentially is the essence of botanarchy.
0: Okay. Tell us about um, what that means.
2: Well, I name my practice botanarchy because essentially it's all about how do we rewild medicine through a connection with herbs and our essential nature and reharmonizing with the cosmos and the seasons and getting back to the roots of an ancestral medicine that sort of predates this like hegemony patriarchal medicine of, like, pharmaceutical suppression and symptom management. And the idea is that I essentially want to help my patients rewild their bodies.
0: I love this idea of the wildness. Yes.
2: Which is, like, a hot topic right now. Like, you hear rewilding left and right. But it's you do? amazing. You do? When have we heard that? I haven't. Me either. Ah. In what other context? Well, people use it a lot for, like, the remediation of the landscape and for ah. getting back to, like, kind of, like, earth-based eating okay. and, like, okay. ancestral nutrition, you know paleo and whatnot. Blood-type diet. Like seed-to-table type right, ideas. Right, right, exactly. And
0: is that the new farm-to-table? <laughs> seed-to-table. Yeah, I like It's like it. a
1: plant-based farm-to-table. Straight up, watch this seed grow <laughs> off your table and then fucking eat it. Dude. And then chew on it. Yeah. So into it. The more hardcore, the better.
2: <laughs> I mean, when I think of the concept of rewilding, to me, it's more about cultivating, like, an intuitive and visionary understanding of the body and You know, what does that look like without the influence of cultural conditioning Mm. or dogma or the like incessant nattering of, you know, advertising about how we should feel, how we should look, what the experience of our body should be like? Like, what are we without all of that, right? Like, what are our natural rhythms? And, you know, for that type of medicine, really, like, we look at, like, natural models and how we can exist in harmony with them. And we look for medicines that can essentially harmonize with the earth and not exploit the body and the land, but live in harmony with them and maybe look to those models to see how we can get closer to our own true nature by modeling nature. And I like to think that, like, the first step in reacquainting one with, like, the magic of their own biology and rewilding the body is sort of acknowledging, like, the magical component of medicine. Right. So talk to us what you mean by magic. Well, to me, what magic really is, I think, is more about waking up to the wonders of internal and external nature. And I know that, like, magic is another one of those hot topics that has a lot of, like, weight to it and Mm -hmm. people think different things when they hear the word, but to me, like, magic really is just sort of like, it's mystery. It's complex and nuanced mechanisms that we don't really necessarily understand about the world. And it's 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 science that hasn't been proven yet, essentially.
0: Um, so do you mean, sorry, just to go back, because you said something about the relationship between what's going on inside and mm-hmm. outside. So you mean the magic of healing as it pertains to the connection and reflection of those things?
2: Yes, or just the wonder of like this body is a system and how like fantastic and deep and self-regulatory it is. Okay. Yeah, and how incredible nature is and how just left to its own devices it handles itself. Because something with like pharmaceutical medicine
0: is like, okay, so you have this problem and then you get this drug and then it suppresses this other thing and suddenly just you have, sure, you're curing this one thing, but then now you get your kidneys checked every three months. And, you know, we've talked about different medications on this show before, and I would never want to say that there isn't some... Um, Great
1: use for them. Exactly. Absolutely. And
0: that's obviously, like, there are gifts of the Western idea of medicine, but like you're saying, with har- with the harmonious sort of approach we can maybe nix as many of those things as possible.
2: Absolutely, because what I think we forget about pharmaceutical medicine, which definitely has its place. It's Mm -hmm. amazing. Yeah. But it doesn't actually fix, right? It's a Mm band-aid. And it doesn't really look into the body and like root out the core causes of disease and help you shift and transform those within yourself. So it's kind of like signing a pact, right? And you're like gonna go in this one path and coexist with this pharmaceutical in perpetuo but there are various approaches then that kind of look to unearth like the latent causes of disease and Help you sort of restructure them on your own accord. Right. Right. But that's a that's a difficult path for most because it requires, you know, a certain level of fastidiousness and autonomy and you have to be proactive and you have to be body aware and like it's like, ah, scary body, like, you know, for some people, even starting to think and root into sensation in the body can be incredibly triggering and uncomfortable. And it's like you know, finding, like, a giant dust bunny under the bed that you don't want to deal with, right? So, And it takes time and it takes money. Exactly. Or it can. Or if it's really, like, if you want to wake this up in yourself, there are ways to empower yourself to look at these things. Let's talk about that. Like, what are your tips
1: for how to check in with what's going on within? Because that's obviously the first step
2: in being able to treat Absolutely. So what I say first and foremost is if you want to approach this type of medicine, then you need to have a practice of tuning in, right? Mm-hmm. And so there's two ways to do that. You can start tuning in to your own biorhythms and also I always suggest to go into nature, right? Because there are these models and you can start to see how like the elements of nature are reflected in the body. So There's so many different modalities to do this. I personally use Qigong to do this, but even just... Oh my God, you're the second... I've never heard of Qigong, and you're the second person to mention
1: this to me in the past two weeks, and I've seen that like three studios... Go. I go to they offer it. Is so, it the one with the weight? Spiritual owl told me I needed to do it. Oh, my god! And then all of a sudden, it's Sweat Spot it. and the den both offer it. Really? Follow the signs
2: and messages. Following Ms. the Com- signs. Wait, what is Qigong? It it's the one with so the profound. Well, no, it can be. But Qigong is like weights. essentially you are using – so it's qi cultivation – and it qi
0: being the energy of the body. She being the
2: energy of the body and of the cosmos. Okay. So it's cultivating Qi through different movement and breath practices. Okay. From the external environment and then circulating it through your internal environment. Okay. And it's Ooh. it's such a beautiful modality, and it's really rich and deep. And there's once you have like a, a basic understanding of it, like the sky is the limit for what you can do is with it. Is that like strenuous movement, no. or it's like very It is like Eighty-five-year-old Chinese guy in all white in the park, like gentle crane movement. Oh yeah, yeah. And some of it is is imperceptible to the human eye. So I do like a very deep type of internal alchemical qigong that you don't. It doesn't even look like I'm doing qigong, and it's all moving and circulating energy in the body.
0: Ooh, let's try this. I'm I'm into this. So
2: like, I the universe is. I hear
1: you. Is it (laughs) in the Tai Chi family?
2: It is. So that's all. Like all of those practices originated in ancient China with Taoism mm-hmm. which is the philosophical basis of traditional Chinese medicine and a lot of um, Chinese culture okay. and essentially the belief is that like there's abundant energy in nature right mm-hmm. and all you have to do is tap in and it's there and yeah. it's ripe for the pillaging and it wants you to use it it wants to be used by you so
1: what about like our city sisters our listeners who city slickers yes that too <laughs> what's up Billy
0: I don't know any more jokes about that
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, I Really cut cri- right It's a right there. Really Crystal joke cut. It took
0: <laughs> me a second <laughs> to <laughs> activate. Um, really Crystal. I was Sorry, I yeah. didn't know why I said um,
1: that. <laughs> the, so, yes, there's parks access and that type of thing, but sometimes it's just, like, hard to get there. Not it's great. hard, even in Los Angeles, like, I don't really have, like, a backyard, per se. Walking around the block helps, and obviously we have beautiful hikes at our disposal, yeah. but, like, those moments where that
2: just, like, isn't part of the plan you can do this in your bedroom okay the entire world is permeated by chi it's the motive it's the life force it's everything all right so we're in our bedroom How do we check in? Okay, your yoni eggs inside of you. <laughs> yes. So yoni egg practice is rooted in qigong. Oh. Yeah, So that's a qigong practice that was meant to transmute sexual energy into more rarefied energy that you can move into your organ systems and store in your organs for use later. Huh. When yeah. jokes become reality. <laughs> there you go. I'm here to bridge that castle Thank for
1: you, you so ladies. <laughs> Needed.
2: Someone's got to. Yeah. So
1: we're in our room. So you're in a room. We don't have yoni egg
2: with us. You don't have your, it's fine. Yeah. You don't need yoni egg. It's just like accoutrements, right? Right. So I begin, and I sit in lotus position or even any sort of sitting or upright position. And where I start, I start with what's called the microcosmic orbit. And this is a Qigong practice that takes energy from our core center, which in Traditional Chinese medicine is known as your lower dantian, and it's that place between your kidneys, deep inside your body, right below your umbilicus, which is where your mode of of life force is, right? It's your cauldron, so that's your internal fire. And I really root into that sensation there until I feel it kind of swirling and moving about. And then once I have like a really beautiful grasp on that, I'll inhale and I will clench my perineum to reinforce that connection. And I will take that energy and I'll move it up the back side of my body, up to the top of my head, and then have it pour like a waterfall back down the front of my body and storing it in my organ systems. And so you're using essentially like if you've ever clenched your perineum, which I'm sure we all have, which is like it's like, like your 2017 taint. exactly. <laughs> <terms of> you. <laughs> so, like if you're trying not to pee and you're clenching your muscles, that's you're using you're using that force right there. Okay, but there's a very palpable puissance anytime you do that, right? It sparks something, and that energy is used, and you move it up, so in traditional Chinese medicine, like, we have our axis of our body, which begins at the perineum, and we have the line that runs up the back, and the line that runs down the front, and this is really, like, the axis on which the body turns, right? And moving the qi up all of that, you're nourishing all of the glands and all of the organ systems one by one by one, and it's a really beautiful way to take that energy and that life force, and just bathe the body in it, and then store it. And store it so that you can use it and pull upon it whenever you need, like, an extra, like, you know, kick in the keister to do something. Right.
0: Ooh. But you're someone, now, this sounds magical, and I'm doing it right now, squeezing my tape.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, So magical. But
0: you're someone who's very much aligned and in touch with the nuanced energy in your body, Mm -hmm. I think, to kind of start from that place might be difficult for some people who yeah. aren't working in that realm. So I feel like this is a good opportunity for us to kind of talk about the the elements and like the way that we can k- sort of bridge the gap between that which we don't understand in our body and connect with how we get to that place. You know, like when I tell people like, I've been seeing you now like every yeah. couple of weeks and be like, well, you go that much. And it's like, I'm trying to feel my own rhythm Mm -hmm. more than I allow the world to put its rhythm on me absolutely but that's a that's a thing you have to do
2: yes it is
0: you know it's not just gonna like happen to you
2: but it's the most rewarding thing you can do yourself because in the end of the day like you've been empowered as your own healer and you have a sense of body autonomy yeah right you're waking up to your own like inward movements right and modalities like herbalism and acupuncture are amazing for that because I think that they reacquaint people with like that nascent magic of their own biology Mm -hmm. like you lay down and you start feeling sensations from deep inside the body that you didn't even necessarily know you had right and you start to understand that you're composed of this energy and this vital force and that you can utilize it to do things and move it through your body and I feel
0: people like whenever you know Friends or even us, we get like a weird sensation in our body and we're like, I'm dying. It must be cancer. I have a weird pulsing in my neck or my, you know, my right ovary or like my heart or wherever. It's like we're so disconnected from just the feels Mm -hmm. that every time that we have a deep sensation, we immediately assume that something's like desperately wrong. But really, it's maybe just like a little bit of a light bulb to be like, oh, something is shifting or needs attention.
2: Exactly, exactly. It's an engine light. I think that this is a good time to talk about like the elements of the body. Absolutely. So. When you start with this practice of just tuning into within and also observing the natural world, you start to understand, you know, that it's composed of elements. And in traditional Chinese medicine and Taoism, they view the world as being composed of essentially five elements. And those are wood, fire, earth metal, and water, and they each Those have... Those powers combined, you get Captain Planet. Captain Planet, <laughs> he's our hero. Gonna take pollution down, <laughs> down to zero, zero.
1: Okay.
0: Oh, my God, can I adopt him <laughs>
2: as, like, the botanarchy yes. manager? Yes, oh, my God, I was
0: obsessed with Captain Planet because they would all put their rings up and they would Same. unite in the sky and then they would, like, save the Earth.
2: Yes, yeah. amen to that. He so is good. a sister. Yeah. Like, I had no idea.
0: Also, Love really it. sexual cartoon.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Side, no. child okay.
2: So we child. have
1: wood, fire, earth, metal,
2: water. Exactly. When you sort of start to immerse yourself in the wonders of nature and observe these natural phenomena, you start to kind of see you know, like the dynamicism of these five elements. So if you look at wood, right, if you're sitting there and, and just meditating upon a tree, right, it has this rigidity and this upwards and outwards component to it and this strength, right, and this inner fortitude, but yet it also has this like softening and yielding resilience and it bends to the wind and you look at a palm tree and it has an impression of where the winds hit it, right, and it has this really mm-hmm. gentle arc.
1: Mm-hmm. And
2: it's able to grow really tall and push forth into the world but yet still have like a resilience to the elements. Elements, right? Bend and not break. Mm-hmm. And then fire, if you look at fire, like it's transformative, it's carnal, it's like our original tool as humans, right? And it like, it burns, it's hot, it rises upwards, it's like destroyed. It's the sort of like, ama- it's, we are so tethered to the idea of fire and the heart, right? They're like one and mm. the same. If you're meditating on earth, like it's this incredible, like, thonic, like, deep blanket, you know, it's like mother energy, things grow in it, things gestate in it, it's like you know, this incredible, like, pluripotent pit for anything to kind of sprout from, you know, and then if you look at metal, metal is like alchemy, and so in Chinese medicine, metal is like, yes, it's precious gems, but it's also things like crystals that are forged in the earth with pressure, and they have this you know, amazing, like like strength and fortitude and like, solidness and like, mysticism, right? And then you look at things like water, and water's deep mystery. It's the numinous, it's this like it's this vast pit of mm. wonder. And if you start to sort of observe these things, you can kind of start to like tune into how that is in the body, because humans are like a unique phenomenon in the world, right? Because we are the embodiment of all these elements. So we're in a sense alchemists. And in Chinese medicine the interplay of these five elements is essentially the basis for both health and disease. And if you start to sort of grasp what these elements look like in the body, you can start to kind of understand, you know, what's out of balance. And if you're sitting there, you're like, I have a headache. And then you can kind of root into and look at the body in terms of this cosmology and see how you can begin to correct that.
1: So Stephanie put together a list of, like, common ailments that we experience or we know a lot of our listeners have and we'd love it if you could kind of like take the idea of the Elements and how those relate to these things. (laughs) So first one which you know as human beings on this planet We can't avoid stress.
2: Oh, yeah, we are stressful
1: (laughs) (laughs) And how yeah, yeah,
2: yeah So stress is the wood element and in Chinese medicine, this corresponds to the liver and gallbladder and how you might know this element by it might be out of balance is that there's an internal rigidity, perhaps you feel stuck, emotionally constrained, tense, Mm. propensity towards anger, irritability. This is like the patron saint element of like type A personalities and workaholics Um, You know, if you're prone to IBS, migraines, PMS, menstrual irregularities.
1: Breathing and walking.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Precisely. And the wood element, it resonates with the color green and the season spring. And for wood element people, you know, the best thing that they can do, right? So every person is more dominant one element. It's typical, yes. Okay. And I there is I have a there's a much cherished uh, Chinese five element questionnaire that was constructed by amazing um, five element practitioners that's been used by acupuncturists to help patients understand their own elemental makeup and we can I can give that to you guys and you can link to it and people can take that and kind of start to sort of understand like the dominant we're all a mixture of all of them right Right. some of them are like clearly dominant like I'm super fire I do this element quiz like every couple years I'm like maybe I've changed like maybe I've softened a little bit it's like no I'm all fire like still all fire and you can really see your makeup there interesting but we're you know we're all alchemical vessels of all of them transmutating and changing at all times and the body is very dynamic so it won't always be the same but a lot of times like our original nature we have a propensity towards one or two of these in balance okay yeah so for wood people you know the most important thing that you can do for your health and if you're sitting and like really meditating on how your body feels inside and these are any of the overarching things that you sense then really strong medicine for you is softening I was just talking to my dear friend about this last night, and just the power of softening, right? It's such a strange thing in our culture because vulnerability is not really put on a pedestal, and for wood-type personalities, that softening, that vulnerability, is really the most potent medicine that you can use to work with this energy. So how can someone work on softening, softening, softening? Well, (laughs) when there's that irritability and constraint, right? Really root into it in your body. Where do you feel it? Where do you feel it? And where you feel it, just soften it. Mm. Soften it. I mean, it sounds really simple and childlike, but it's a really profound process. And if you do it enough, you really start to be able to move that stagnation through the body and you can essentially do it yourself. So,
0: like maybe focusing your, your breath on like, the part of your body that has a
2: knot in it. Exactly. And Send sending your sending it breath there. there, precisely. Or try and sense the space, right? Because we feel these knots in our body. Like, try and sense the space between the knots, and suddenly you might feel the knots just start to unwind. Mm. Mm. That, like that
1: sometimes works for me. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and is there something
2: like we can ingest if
1: we're more experiencing more like wood related mm-hmm. issues?
2: For all the elements that have like favorite herbal allies that I think really sort of um, encapsulate the medicine of that particular element that, um, you know, they have like a certain wisdom to impart to that type of element. And so for the wood element, it's uh, white peony, which in Chinese Mm. medicine is known as bai xiao. So it's said, like, you know, in traditional Chinese medicine that this herb softens the liver. So it's really good for all of that PMS, constraint, muscle tension, spasming, irritability, migraines, I mean, I'm not one to sort of have a blanket approach to prescribing herbs to patients, but I do think it's really healthy to develop these independent relationships with these herbs on your own and, Mm. you know, try and enter into a dialogue with them and and start seeing what kind of medicine that they have to impart by just either ingesting them or even just kind of befriending them.
1: What about insomnia?
2: So that is fire.
1: Interesting.
2: That is the element of fire. No, Oh.
1: I don't. As a fire person, do you have that?
2: Oh, yeah. Really? Like, I didn't sleep for years. And I was one of those highly functional non-sleeping people, so it was, like, you know, even worse. And then I would just completely crash and burn. And you should see me in the summer. I turn into, like, a vexed Southern Belle. I'm, like, fanning myself (laughs) on the porch, (laughs) and I'm just like, I can't handle another LA summer. Get me out of here. I'm going to Scotland. And, like, I cry, and I don't sleep the whole summer. And I have to really work on tempering that heat. I need a pool. If anyone out there has a pool pool. and wants to bro down with, like, a craggy Taoist, (laughs) then, like, I am your woman. If I had
0: one, I would (laughs) immediately invite you over. I'm going
1: to consider getting a pool just so we can hang out more. Maybe we just get a kiddie pool.
2: Just, like, put it on the roof or something, You know, they actually have
0: some large kiddie pools that, like, at least four adults can fit into.
2: Okay. so I'm Amazoning this in, like, 15 minutes. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Fire. So fire is the heart and the small intestine in Chinese medicine, and other than insomnia and being a vexed southern bell, you know this element might be out of balance if you have restlessness, like any heat pathologies, like rashes, or like I flush easily and I'm always blushed, and like I have, you know, my heart on my sleeve and I can't hide my emotions, like that's all fire mania, joy, and even its opposite, which would be like apathy and like coldness and a lack of like emotions. You know, that's that's sort of the reverse of that. Um, mm. The fire element resonates with summer and the color red. And so for people that have a propensity towards these like fire and heat related insomnias, then my most cherished herb for that, which is like my you know, brohim bar none, which is swan ren, just sour jujube seed. And this is an amazing herb that we say it nourishes the heart and it calms the spirit. So it's a really beautiful ally to use for people that have like a propensity towards like, you know, racing thoughts and insomnia and get hot and bothered at night it's been really transformative for me you can it. buy jujubes at the farmers market sometimes in you the can. summer and they're so they're like my favorite they're snack they look like little right? brains but they they're do. so weird <laughs> <laughs> they're so good if you just i mean eating them right out of the bag is amazing yeah. but also just putting them Like, put, like, five of them in some hot water, and you can drink it throughout the day. It's a really good tea. Mm -hmm. Ooh, hot tip. Yeah, all the, like, super... Fire tip. Fire tip. (laughs) All the, like, ageless, beautiful, like, Chinese medical doctors I studied with, like, they're always drinking jujube tea really
0: Mm -hmm. ooh get involved
2: yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. how about energy or lack thereof so that is earth element and our earth element is our spleen and stomach so I think that might be me yeah Knowing you, I think, yeah, this is definitely yeah. your mojo right here. Yeah. So for the earth element, the an out-of-balance earth element means you can't extract energy from your food, essentially. You're prone to digestive issues, excessive worrying, deliberation. Damp pathologies, which in the body look either like phlegm or like eruptions, or even you know, a sense of like heaviness in the joints or mm. brain fog. Oh my discharge, god, discharge! You know, everything but the discharge. <laughs>
1: <laughs> never had that. No, no, never. My
0: my vagina just, it just is sparkles and sunshine all the
2: time. Right, absolutely. It's it's like, intellectually, we understand what that means. Yeah, Yeah, I've seen it, I've heard of it. Totally. I learned about it in med school, I've never seen it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, so earth element people also, like, are really prone to food allergies and sensitivities. Um, You may see pathologies sort of spring up around late summer. Because that's the earth time in Chinese medicine. Mm. The earth color is yellow. And what's really good for earth people is sitting meditation. And I know that you've been doing this and it's been transformative Mm -hmm. for you. And it is the precise, like, precisely right medicine for that type of individual. Yeah. Wonderful. What
1: about an ingestible medicine?
2: So, for an herbal ally for an earth person, like, one of my most cherished ones is ginseng, right? Yeah.
1: I'm going to get some of that. Get some some ginseng. Yeah. 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 You have some in your car. I'm going to drink the whole Um, thing. Dragon herbs, they're ginseng. Oh, yeah, it's hot. It's a good one. Yeah, that's a good one. Ooh. They have some Primo ginseng. They, yeah. yeah.
0: You know, when I was growing up, I was very allergic to ragweed, and that was always the August allergy, and that was, like, my worst time of year. Fascinating. I was, like, dead in August. Yeah.
2: There are no coincidences. Yeah, that's so true. <laughs> yeah.
0: I just thought I was, like, a weak Jewish
1: person. <laughs> <laughs> that too. <laughs> um, how about
2: a weakened immune system? So that is the metal element So in Chinese medicine, that's our lung and large intestine. And you know this element is out of balance because you may have trouble letting go, and that looks either like constipation or breathing issues, Mm. perhaps a propensity towards melancholy, dryness of the skin or mucous membranes, Lung issues like asthma, allergies, frequent colds, rashes, because the skin is essentially a lung too, bowel diseases. That just blew my fucking
0: mind, (laughs) that the skin is a lung. It's an organ of Mm -hmm. respiration.
2: Holy fucking
0: shit. I know. Weird science, right? That's so true. Mm Mm-hmm wow okay sorry
2: so yeah a lot of times I we look at the skin as a reflection of the lungs right wow. and a lot of people that are prone to like asthma and allergies tend to have like hives and urticaria and eruptions on the skin and it's all tied in same wow. with bowel stuff right like people with constipation tend to also have those similar pathologies sure too. so what should we do for that um, my most prized and cherished lung herb is astragalus, which is also very hot right now. Um, yeah, I feel so like that's hot like right in now. everything. So, it's in everything. <laughs> I love it. It's having like a, it's having a renaissance. It's a real it's moment. It's like amen to that. It's been around forever. It's like, it's long overdue that it has its day in court. But wow. yeah, it's known as the great protector and it's amazing herb for nourishing the lung qi, increasing our respiratory capacity, strengthening our white blood cell count.
1: Mm. Yeah.
2: How about fertility and sexuality? So that corresponds to the water element in Chinese medicine, Mm -hmm. and that's governed by the kidneys and the bladder. And water, like I talked a little bit about before, is all about tapping into sort of the potent creative force of our sexual organs and persevering by a strong willpower. And you know this element might be out of balance if you have edema, puffiness, issues with water metabolism, maybe early aging signs like graying hair, dark circles under your eyes, Mm. early perimenopause, urination issues, coldness, infertility, or maybe sexual problems. And an out of balance water element can make us feel kind of fearful and withdrawn, and in severe cases, even phobic. And water is associated with winter and it resonates with the color black. Ooh. And what do we do to fix that? that do we just drink water? Or, <laughs> or well, <laughs> absolutely drink water, of course. But my favorite herbal ally that resonates with the kidneys is Romania root, shooty wong, which is a prepared Chinese foxglove, so it's black, which is beautiful, and which also, you know, has the kidney resonance to it, and it's amazing for nourishing what in Chinese medicine is called Jing, our original essence, right? So that's like the fire that sort of stokes our growth and reproduction and our creative forces. Wow. So interesting. What would
1: you say is the most common through line of all your patients? Like what are you seeing the most of nowadays and is it shifted? as you've been practicing more?
2: Well, it's funny because all of my teachers and all the doctors I ever work with said, you know, when you go into practice, you're going to find a specialty. And I always kind of scoffed at that and was just like, that's just not, that's not how I do. Mm -hmm. I'm just open, right? And it's so funny because it did happen. And essentially, I was noticing at one point, I was like, wow, all of my patients are women. And they're all, a lot of them are young women and women that want to sort of like take control of their reproductive systems and start learning about their body. Perhaps they've been transitioning off of birth control pills and have had menstrual irregularities, or they're dealing with um, issues like PCOS, gynecology, like gynecology issues. And I found that it's it's sort of an interesting phenomenon that essentially that is a huge bulk of my practice. Mm. And I think the other part is that people want to see me because they want to take an active role in their health care because I do a lot of one-on-one coaching with my patients about... How can you take this into your home? Mm -hmm. And, like, how do you wake up to your own body? And what does this path look like? And how can I help you down this path of becoming, like, woken up to your own biology? Get woke. Get woke. You were going to say that.
0: (laughs) I love that. I love when we sit down with you. It's like, I remember the first time I sat down and I was talking a lot. And I'm like, I know this isn't therapy, but. And I just, like, (laughs) unload it. And you're like, well, it kind of is. It is. Right. It's all connected. Mm -hmm. And since we've started working on that certain parts of my body, the things that I needed therapeutic talks about have subsided.
2: Well, what we forget is that health is relational, right? We exist in a village and like we are living, like, I know this is just so ridiculous to say, but like we are all one, right? And so there's this as human beings, we are meant to exist in like a village and as part of a whole, right? And so there's something about that sharing, you know, that opens up spaces for these things to come to the forefront and then essentially heal, right? Yeah. yeah. And they've even done studies about some of the power of medicine has nothing to do with the actual medicine. And it's about the patient and doctor relationship. Wow. Wow. They've done actual studies that say that is, in some control groups, just as strong as pharmaceutical intervention for some ailments. Wow.
1: We're so lucky that we found you. I know. I feel that so it's strongly. So amazing. It's so mutual. Tell our listeners where they can find you. Your practice is in West Hollywood. Yeah,
2: so I, my practice is botanarchy, herbs, and acupuncture. The and anarchy of botany. Exactly. <laughs> and I'm over in West Hollywood, and I also do Skype appointments for people abroad. Oh, wow. Yeah, and so I'd like to tell people that well, the essence of what I do is kind of holistic primary care. So people think acupuncture, and they think pain management, or sports medicine, but really what I'm doing is trying to help you get a grasp on, you know, really complex and nuanced health conditions through natural medicines. So anything that you would see your doctor or GP for, you can come and see me and we'll look at alternate ways to handle it through diet, nutrition, herbs, acupuncture, qigong, ritual, radical self-care, you know, we can go as deep or as shallow as you want to go, but that's all an open and available incredible. You're so amazing. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for Mm -hmm. having me. Okay, bye. Yes, that's a
1: retrograde.
2: Elizabeth, you know what time it is? What time is it? It's Frozen
1: Thorns. Aw, play that jingle, though. (laughs) It's time for our Red Never gets old. Are you feeling rosy or are you feeling thorny, like, overall? I'm feeling overall rosy. Me too. My main thorn is that I'm just hungry. Right. But that sounds but like hey. you guys care
0: about it all. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Do you want to start? Sure. Okay. Oh,
1: speaking of hunger, yeah. I have something that might help. Do you okay. have something in
0: your bag? No. Oh. It's just
1: a song about cucumbers that I've discovered on the internet, and I feel like I might be late to the party on this one, okay. so if that is the case... I'm late to the party, but I'm here. Are we playing it? We're gonna play it. Oh fun! So it's this gentleman by, who goes by Maccabee, who's on YouTube, and he he has this thing called Medical Mondays, where he picks a fruit or something you ingest, a vegetable, or like turmeric, for instance, like anything that like might carry medicine within a plant. Sure. And he does a song about it. Oh my god.
2: Vitamins, minerals, very high number. Silica, hair and nails get longer. Other vitamins make your bones them stronger. Anti-wrinkle the make you look younger. Hmm. Huh? 95% water. Kidney
1: cleanser, great hydrator. Detox, fiber, good regulator. Give your body good things. Don't be a traitor. Get uh, I food love food. Him! A yeah. So, I'm obsessed. Wait, can you link to that? Yeah, absolutely. Like, full whole, like he has name of, name something and he does this beautiful educational song about it that was a
0: rap sure that was a full-on rasta rap
1: full-on rasta rap i'm obsessed it's like it was like my favorite internet hole that i went in this past week i can't wait to stop recording so i can follow myself and i'll go into a lot of internet holes so that was the main one wow that brought joy that's a healthy hole rose major rose maccabee get involved you guys how do you spell it it's m-a-c-k-a-b
0: Got it. Yeah, he's like the Maccabees, but like he's a Maccabee. Yeah, like he also a has a G. great
1: um Rasta song about getting a mar- medical marijuana card that I highly recommend. Naturally, <laughs>
0: naturally,
1: of course. What about
0: you, Steph? Um, well, I've got a couple of roses. That's My fabulous. first one is a book that was given to me via Jackie Tone, via Emily Greener. Right. So, friends of the show and people who've been on the show. Right. Person. And it's called The Secret Language of Destiny. Mm-hmm. And it's the cousin to the secret language of birthday books. You guys have probably seen those like big, thick, like textbook like things where they live, they list your birthday and they tell you about your day. This one tells you based on your birthday what your karmic life path is and like the lessons that you need to learn and kind of what you're given, what you're predisposed to, and then what you can do based on. Based astrology. on your birthday. Okay. Just just yeah, your birthday. Mm-hmm. Uh and I've been giving, like, I've been reading it to everyone who's come over or and I've like sent it to my parents and I've sent it to my brother and I need to send you yours. And it's like the most dead on incredibly illuminating thing. Obsessed. And I love
1: stuff like that. It's
0: so amazing and like everyone that I've read it to has been like I needed to hear that today. Like it just it's I feel like it's come into my life at the exact time that it needed to come into everyone else's life. So I highly recommend you guys getting your hands on this book. It's called The Secret Language of Destiny. It's a gigantic textbook with every birthday in it.
1: That's how I was very much in that way with the sex astrology book. Yeah, it's like, like one of those who are you kind of dating? Things. Who are you into? Let's look at past relationships. Let's go deep. Yeah, also a great like yeah. big thick reference book yeah. to have on hand. So cool, love that. So yeah,
0: that's it. And then my other rose would be. Our last month's trip to Joshua Tree really inspired me to take more trips, mm. just easy day trips. And like I can't say enough about just taking a day to go get out of your environment, leave the city, leave your wherever you are and just like take a drive and set yourself up for being in a different environment that you're in every single day. It's like magically renewing and healing.
1: And by set yourself up, do you mean bring chocolate mushrooms with you? Sure.
0: Yeah. Okay. Whatever you do Whatever's to renew your is your thing. <laughs> I took some mushrooms, but you don't have to. No, you don't. I almost wasn't going to. But then I was like, I want to.
1: Yeah. It's always weird. Like if you're in a really good place, as I know, as I can tell you are, <laughs> um, and based on conversations we've had. It's weird. Like, sometimes you don't want to, like, mess, mess it with, up. Yeah.
0: Well, like, if this was, like, a month ago, I wouldn't have done right. it. Because I was, like, I, I don't – I've actually been thinking about this. Like, I, you know, stopped smoking weed for a while. And when I first stopped, I was – I didn't want to go out. I didn't want to do anything. I didn't really want to socialize because I was so afraid to, like, mess up the commitment to mm-hmm. kind of centering myself. But now it's been, you know, like, two months. And I'm, like, okay – I can go do fun things and, and enjoy and myself without being afraid that I'm going to get off this path that I'm on as long as I keep doing the things that are, like, keeping me centered and keeping me yeah. grounded.
1: I felt the same way about
0: gluten. <laughs> <laughs>
1: are you still off? Yeah, I am. Yeah, the the hardest thing has been, and I guess this is thorny, um, it Was is caffeine has been really mm. hard. But the hardest is nuts. And the reason why the caffeine and nuts i'm not it's they create heat in your body and again back to the thorn of the fast past few months the skin issues so that is a manifestation from heat in your body so i'm just trying to like stay away from things that might trigger that and nuts has been the hardest thing
0: well, you know, I got a major hit about how to cure your skin. So whenever you're ready right. for me to make this concoction, I'm here for you. Yeah.
1: I'm just staying away from concoctions because it's actually looking a lot better. I even saw the measurements in my brain. I love that. That's beautiful. But She's hey, like, that's beautiful. what's I'm been not helping interested. me now is putting nothing on it at all. And I'm going to ride that out.
0: All right. Support. Thank you. My thorn? Yeah. Guys, maybe you can help me with this. Okay. I have a dog. You may have seen him on Instagram or on television, who is just a joy. He's he's the, the joy of my heart. I love him so much. However, his fucking breath it's rough. smells unbelievably bad. There's no other way to describe it. It's like it's a swamp. He's a swamp-mouthed creature, and I know that he needs what the vet told me he needs is like a deep industrial power cleaning But those cost, like, thousands of dollars, which your girl doesn't have to spend on her dog's teeth that are probably just going to fall out in five years anyways. But they are coated in, like, a layer of, like, blackness and, like, brownness. And I will say that I don't really take responsibility for this because I got him when he was five and this was already a thing. They were already, like, really gross when I got him. But... I'll say it hasn't gotten any better
1: Mm. and I do take
0: him to get his teeth brushed and take him to get groomed and like do all the normal things you're supposed to do but is there any other secrets do I need to be chopping parsley up into his food what can I be doing to make this dog attract a mate for me (laughs) 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 I feel like I'm constantly apologizing for his breath like it's it's my own and it's not it's
1: not yours that's the important thing that it Thank God. Have, hopefully it doesn't reflect.
0: I don't think it does, but I feel bad for him, too. Like, he could have more friends.
1: Yeah, that might be a thing. Yeah,
0: so send It's tips. okay, but
1: dogs are also, like, sniffing each other's butts all the time. So maybe that's not it. Maybe it's, like, helping?
0: No, I think, I just think it, something needs to, and he won't, someone's going to say, buy the greeny toothbrush treats and all that. He doesn't eat treats. Oh. He's like a weird human dog. Mm. He eats his own food and avocados. That's it.
1: I will say your relationship with Carlos is very sweet. Thank you. And it just, like, shows that you have a really good heart, that you don't let that bad breath deter you. Exactly, I so, don't. But I have
0: stopped letting him sleep beautiful. under my blankets. Mm, smart. Because I wake up in the morning, I'm like, oh
1: Yeah, okay. I wouldn't. I, I'm very sense-sensitive, as you know. Yeah. I, like, can't deal. No. It's that's f- probably been the barrier of me and Carlos cuddling. Th-
0: please, guys, help us so Carlos and Elizabeth can develop their relationship.
1: <laughs> so important. It's
0: so important. I also
1: have a... A, an animal kingdom related, uh, maybe thorn. I don't know. It's not really a thorn. It's just interesting. I have some um, patio furniture that has acquired a beehive inside oh. of it on my back porch. Inside of it. Yeah, it's um underneath. I have, no, it's like a it's a like a. Oh, cupboard. I saw that. I like they're like two outdoor side tables. Yeah. they used to be like indoor side tables. then yeah. they moved outdoors. I keep my gardening supplies in them. And um, sure, sure. Yeah, major bee situation. Sucks. And, but luckily, I, Kaylee Cole, also been on the show, sang a beautiful rendition of our theme song one time. She's like, I know a bee guy. So he's going to come pick it up and we'll see what happens. But he's not going to kill them, is no, he? No, no, no. He, he, he makes honey. His oh, website cool. is elisbees.com. Oh, cool. And so he's going to help it out. So Great. stay tuned on that. I was like, we need to responsibly get rid of the bees. But it's been affecting me accessing my home I have to like go to a different door because I'm like this is bee medicine a little bit scary um there's a lot of them
0: when we were driving to Joshua Tree my window was down and a fucking bee flew directly in the window and like hit me in the in the neck like out of the like got caught up in the wind of the, the tunnel of the window and slapped me in the neck and then was like in the car and I was freaking out I mean that would have really ruined the trip what but do I also what the love the symbolism them. of a bee. Is there's a really when there's, it comes through. There's really cool bee symbolism. Yeah.
1: There is. I have one on my shoulder.
0: Beehive. Bee
1: um let's post about beast symbolism okay let's do it um what a great show thank you so much to carolyn baron for being here thank you guys for holding tight hanging in yeah we've got a lot of fun episodes coming up Uh uh-huh and And some changes we're gonna announce soon fun summer ahead that we can't wait cannot wait if anyone's gonna be at bonnaroo we'll be there too yeah more on that another time Yep. As always, I'm Elizabeth Cott and I'm Stephanie Sambari. And you can find us at that'ssoretrograde. dot com at So Retrograde on Instagram and Twitter, Twitter. and Facebook and stuff too. Yeah, on the internet. Check us out. Namaste, listening. Gbye. Yes, that's So retrograde.